0: I'm Sean McCormick, and this is Optimal Performance. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different. It's a Sean solo, which isn't actually correct because my kids are going to be joining me in just a little bit to talk a little bit about their experience this weekend at the Seattle North Spartan Trifecta event. And my kids, who are six and nine, competed in the Spartan Kids race, which was a one-mile obstacle course with five obstacles and I competed in the Super 10K. I've never run a 10K in my life. I've never done an obstacle course race in my life and to be honest, I was nervous about it. Uh, I was nervous that my Achilles wouldn't snap in the middle of the race. I was nervous that uh I wanted to do a good job because I fancy myself an optimal performer. I didn't want to go in there and just embarrass myself, so I had a lot of uh, had a lot of fear about it. But within that fear, and within looking forward uh, to that event that was on the books for a couple of months, I learned a lot about myself. I learned a lot about how I face uh, face fear, face adversity, how I prepare for physical endeavors like this, and I just have so much respect for all of the the really committed sort of traveling competitors that do obstacle course races like Spartan, let alone the absolute juggernauts that do like CrossFit competitions. It's just never something that I've done and yet I have so much respect for it. So to get this opportunity was pretty cool. So here were my results from the Spartan Super 10K. I did okay. I did... I did pretty good. Uh, my completion time was one hour, 28 seconds, and one hour, 28 minutes, and nine seconds. I ranked uh, 64th out of uh, 1,921 in my category rank, 63 out of 1,309 in the gender, and 12th in the 35 to 39 age bracket. Uh, I'm at the top of that bracket at 39, I'll be 40 in March. Uh, and that puts me at the top per top three, top third percentile. And, uh, I have a couple of takeaways that I really wanted to share because I don't know you. I don't know. I know some of you, I don't know your, your lifestyle, but what I learned about my ability to focus and to keep my legs moving and to get over the wall and to lift that box, that bag of sand or those box of gravel to climb the rope and up and over the wall to swim in the mud was, uh, was really revealing. And, you know, in training for the Spartan race, I found that the running that I did kind of showed me myself a little bit. You know, I, I'm not. I'm not a great runner. I don't love to run. You know, I don't have the body of a runner. But I certainly, I I think I've learned that I have the mentality of of a runner. And you know, through this process of of striving and preparing and planning to go push myself this hard and and to get the results that I did was uh, pretty cool. It felt it felt pretty great and. I think it probably would have still felt good, even if I didn't do as well as I did. You know, my friend that went with me also performed really well. He did really well in his age bracket. And, and my kids, I think there's so many lessons, as you'll, you'll learn in a little bit, as we hear from my kids, as I'll bring them on shortly. There are so many lessons to be learned when you push yourself in something that you've never done before. You know, when was the last time that you had jitters around something, you know, you doing something for the first time, you know, taking a salsa class or a drawing class or even, you know, talking to a guy or gal uh, at an event that you are attracted to, you know, um, moving your family and starting in a new place? You know, when was the last time that you really pushed yourself out of your comfort zone and all all of those You know idioms about you know growth happens at the edge of your comfort zone. All of those things are true; they're all true. You know, purposefully planning to do something challenging, like a competition like this, uh, pushed my comfort zone and and the comfort zone of my children too. You know what? A couple of other takeaways from the weekend. This is going to be a short episode, but I just some some I think some valuable lessons came from it was. There were so many different age, ethnicities, body shapes that competed. You know, some folks were out there walking the course and talking. Some folks were head down, hard charging, not talking to anybody. But as you're running along this river bend in, you know, mile five and you hear someone say, hey, good job, keep it up out of nowhere, uh, get a little bit of a boost and that, that sort of support that we can share with each other when we're doing hard things, I think is really valuable. It's uh, it, it kind of touches your heart a little bit and it's a really beautiful thing. I was so impressed by the, the magnitude of the event. You know, there was thousands of people that showed up to participate and that was just on the day that I was there yesterday on Sunday it was, it was such a cool, it was such a cool experience. And, and, and and I learned a couple of other things, you know, this idea that planning ahead for something, uh, having something to look forward to is such, such a valuable tool for motivation. You know, whether it's a vacation or a sporting event that you're competing in, there is such a cool value I was listening to an interview with Matthew McConaughey on some other podcast and they were saying, you know, what, what really, what turns you on? And he kind of laughed for a second. And then he said, having something to look forward to is something that he takes a great joy in. And he said that it was sort of part of his upbringing was that they would schedule things way out in advance so that they had something to look forward to. And that rings true for me and my family, you know, knowing that we were, In the beginning of summer that we were going to sort of cap the end of summer with this event this competition this race it it makes the sort of daily rigors of uh parenting or running a household or doing your work that much easier because you know that you're you get a payoff that you've organized for yourself something that you decided a long time ago you wanted to go do. And I think that there's a difference between scheduling a vacation and scheduling something challenging like like a race, like an obstacle course race or a 5K or you know some sort of golf tournament where you're competing because it really does raise your level of performance. And for me, you know as the host of this this top 1% podcast in the world, I don't have that many opportunities to exhibit optimal performance. You know, my family and I live on an island in a small town and, uh, I don't have a jujitsu gym that I train at and I don't have, um, I don't have many outlets to really exhibit that optimal performance. So eating right and sleeping right. And, Dealing with stress, getting your gut health, all these biohacks and biohacking equipment. Uh, there's not that many opportunities for me to really put it to the test in competition with others, and so to go out and do as well as I did in the top third percentile was uh, was really a cool thing. But because it was scheduled so far out, I knew that uh, I was uh, that I needed to prepare for it. So those runs, you know, if you've been watching me on Instagram at real Sean McCormick, you know that I've been going on runs a couple times a week and I stayed doing my X3 bar. I've, I've continued to use the B-Strong uh, blood flow restriction bands, you know, uh, in preparation for this. And in, in a moment, I'll talk a little bit about my pre-race routine, what I did and what I took in order to, to really perform it at the highest possible level, which I think actually really did aid in my in my performance and doing so, doing so well. Um, but this idea that scheduling something challenging way out in advance, like think about that for you. What is, what's something that you can do? What's some event that you can schedule for yourself, uh, in the distance that you can work toward? I think that, I think that the, that the value was, was not lost on my family or myself throughout this process. And I wonder what that looks like for you. You know, what what can you do now here at the end of summer uh if you're, you know, in the states and <laughs> the wheels came off today. This is obviously a very exposed version of this podcast as my daughter hollers in the back. Um what can you do? What can you organize in your life? What sort of competition can you schedule for yourself in the distance so that you can work toward it we get so myopic in our view and how we're dealing with our day-to-day and i just think that there's such a strong value so maybe take a moment to think about what it is that you might be able to schedule out for yourself something that challenges you something that pushes your boundaries a little bit maybe it's um a long hike somewhere in in a place you've never been maybe it's a fitness competition you know, perhaps it's, um, you know, traveling to do um, psychedelic medicines. Uh, maybe it's, you know, wh- what does that look like for you? Can you orient and organize your life? Can you save up the money? Can you bank the vacation days? Can you prepare your body and your mind to do something that pushes your boundaries? I think that there's so much that comes from it. There's this insane benefit that you get from, from doing that. Today's episode is brought to you by Bio. Pro Plus. I love this stuff. It has made a major change in my life, in my metabolism, in my mood, in my ability to put on lean muscle mass and feel as powerful as I want to feel. BioPro Plus is the faster, easier, and safer non-synthetic alternative to painful, expensive, and invasive anti-aging and hormone treatments. Before you do TRT, before you start taking a bunch of herbs that may not make you feel the way that you want to feel, you should try this. You can go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. You know, you know that a sponsor is a hit when people who have purchased it reach out to me and say, "Holy cow, Sean, I tried this and it's amazing. It's blowing my mind. It makes me better at everything that I do." I love having sponsors like this that really make a difference in people's lives. And this product is it's absolutely incredible. It's growth factors and amino acids that will help you Improve your hormones, become better at everything that you want to do. So go to bioproteintech.com and use the code OPP for $30 off. So, going back to this idea of doing something hard and the merits of that, you know, if you're a follower of David Goggins or Jocko Willink or Jesse Itzler or Laird Hamilton, these sort of extreme sports folks. There is there is such a there is such a benefit in doing a hard thing because that's where you grow that's where you learn that's where you understand what you're made of you know how you stack up what version of yourself are you showing up with this is it the best version of you can you really be your best if everything that you do is easy and comfortable the answer is no it just is not and as a as a life coach and performance coach working with people all over the world they. They need help, you know, they want to make improvements and they're not sure where to start because a lot of folks have just become complacent and comfortable where they're at. And this benefit of doing something that really pushes you out of your comfort zone has these incredible benefits. You know, when was the last time that you did something totally hard that made you scared? you know, I think a lot of you are probably like, well, I I do it fairly often, which is great. And I think some of other, some others of you, um, really don't know what you're made of. And I'm not trying to come down on people or be critical, but how do you really know what you're made of? How is your constitution? How is your level of focus? If you don't ever do anything hard, you know, take a jujitsu class, go run a 5k, um, grab a kayak and go paddle uh, meditate these are things that that are hard that push you out of your out of your comfort zone and and doing hard things make everything easier they make your life more joyful you have gratitude for your body and your mind for your ability to to just perform get up out of bed you know if, you, if your if your life has become complacent and comfortable And predictable, then you're doing yourself a disservice because without that barometer for your ability to push, you really don't know what you're made of. You know, we have this saying in our house, uh, how you do anything is how you do everything. And this is true. This directly applies. How you, um, how you do your homework is important. How you cook breakfast is important, how you tie your shoes, how you drive, how you speak to the people that you love. How you do anything is how you do everything. And because we're talking really specifically about performance, optimal performance, the care and attention to detail and everything that you do is essential. Because if you cut corners on your taxes or you cut corners on you know, doing yard work that carries over, carries over into your relationships. It carries over into your nutrition and these sorts of values are, are easy to adopt just to get a little bit better, a little bit better every day, a little bit more organized, a little bit more accountable, striving for excellence in all that you do when something hard happens you are prepared for it because you've practiced doing a hard thing. You've practiced excellence in little tiny ways. How it organizes your desk from your virtual workstation. You know, is the check engine light on in your car and has it been on there for a while? So, you know, staying on top of that stuff. These are sort of little life license- lessons are always available to us. And, so now I want to talk a little bit about what I did uh, from a biohacking standpoint to perform at the level that I did. And again, I, I didn't I didn't get first place. <laughs> I don't, I don't, want, don't get me wrong. There was people that beat me, but for a first time obstacle course event to perform at the level that I did, I'm pretty pleased with it. You know, top third percentile is, is was exceeded my expectation. So here's what I did to prepare. So we're going to take this in kind of two, three phases how did i prepare my body leading up to the event what did i do the day of the event and how did i how am i continuing to recover so there are a couple of key products that i use every single day there's not many but there's a couple of them number one is biopro plus you know you've heard the ads that i've that i've done you've heard the the episode that i did with dustin baker that was episode 367 health enhancing HGH alternative with Dustin Baker. Now, this is a new product for me relatively. You know, I've tried so many different things, but this this really does. I have told I have noticed a massive difference. My metabolism is better, my sleep is better, my libido is better, my mood is better, my ability to exert uh, physically at a the level has improved. And just as a quick reminder, it's a um it's a, it's a combination of deer antler velvet uh, growth hormones in a matrix and amino acids put together in this little vial that you shake up and then you put underneath your tongue uh, first thing in the morning and then there's another product in the evening that you can, you can purchase as well called Court of Sleep that, that's, that's phenomenal. I, and I, I know that that was a major part in my ability to actually do work, do hard work. You know, you'll, if, if you see this product around... If now it's being served to you in ads on, on Instagram or uh, on the internet, you know, there's a lot of jujitsu practitioners that use this product because it really does give you this like competitive edge. The product itself has been used in, um, you know, in Russia, in Europe with Olympians for decades and now it's available to you. Um, This is not a native ad. I'm just explaining to you some of the things that I do to, to help myself uh, prepare for the race. Another thing that I take every single day is the CBD products from Met Naturals. They're the highest quality CBD products I've ever taken. There's roll-ons, there's creams, there's tinctures, there's um, sleep uh, sleep products that you can take. This is the strongest, highest quality CBD I've ever taken in my life. And if you've taken a number of them and not noticed a difference please try the Met Naturals products because they friggin work. So they've helped me sleep better. They've, they've helped lower inflammation, I can tell. When I was doing training and going for essentially four-mile runs was, was typically my, my preparation before the Spartan Race. You know, a 10K is something like six-plus miles, so I never actually got to that six-plus-mile mark during my preparation. Um, but I know that BioPro Plus and the CBD products from Met Naturals were were essential for me. The other product that I really, really enjoyed is uh, that I continue to take every single day is uh, My Vital C, which is an ESS60, which um, reduces oxidative stress and free radicals. It helps with inflammation. I just feel like I'm a little bit sharper. My sleep is improved, and I know that I'm giving my body the opportunity to to function at a high level and get rid of oxidative stress with the, um, C60 molecule, or in this case, ESS 60 in, you know, I've done podcast episodes for all of these. The episode that I did with Met Naturals was 376 with Scott Schwab, where we talk about the attention to detail, the quality of the soil, the strains of, of, of cannabis that they use for the CBD products. Uh, the most comprehensive episode that I did on the uh, My Vital C was episode 231, Increasing Lifespan by 90%, The Miracle Molecule. That's where we we first talked about it. That was back in 2019, and it continues to be a product that I really love and use every day. So you can go back and listen to those. There's Of course, there's promo codes. You can find those at seanmccormick.com where I, where I have those products. Uh, discount codes is, is always OPP to get a discount. So those, those three products are are what I used most predominantly in addition to the X3 bar to, to build up my strength, to do the obstacles at the Spartan race. Um, maybe I'll take a minute to talk a little bit about water and hydration. So there's a couple things that, that I do with water that I think is really important. It's, it's super essential. You know, I don't drink bottled water. I just don't, it's not, it's not real. It's gross. It's, you know, it's got microplastics in it. Um, It's just gnarly. So the water that I have at my house, which which we are obsessive about, is a reverse osmosis remineralization uh, system. So it goes through this bladder that um, that filters it. It goes then it goes through a series of remineralization after it's filtered that adds back in sodium, uh, magnesium back into the water. And then in the morning time, I'll do. Uh, a pretty big pinch of Himalayan, pink Himalayan salt and usually about a half to a whole squeeze of lemon every single morning. And I know that that just clicks me on. It um, alkalizes my blood, my body first thing in the morning. So I pay I pay close attention to my water. So then the day of the event, um, I wanted to make sure that I had a little bit of a boost. So, uh, you know, I, I have used ketones in the past a little bit. You know, I used um, ketone esters from ketone aid. So it's a little tiny little cap full of ketones before exercise. Um, so I did a little bit of that the morning of the race, you know, made sure to get up a couple hours ahead of time, have my coffee and my constitutional before I went out running. And then right before the race, I did the hydrogen rich water products Uh, drink HRW that was episode 311 why hydrogen tablets are game changers with Alex Tarnava and they have a couple of different products uh, a a suite of hydrogen enriching products that you consume and uh, just gives you a boost it adds hydrogen to your body so what I did for the morning of the race was I used two of their products in combination and these these two products are used by a bunch of MMA fighters and it works, man. It works. So what I did was I used the Drink HRW hydrogen tablets. You dissolve them in water and then, you know, you could take that before workout. You can also take that after workout. They're also incredibly effective for hangovers. We talk a little bit in that episode 311 with Alex Turnava. <clears throat> so they have a pre-workout supplement and I don't, I've never really been into pre-workout supplements for, I don't know why. Uh, even in, actually I do know why. In college I used to, I took a product called, uh, uh, hydroxycut and I felt like my heart was going to explode, you know, as I was before it was during a soccer practice in college and, uh, I felt like my heart was going to beat out of my chest. So I got a little spooked by, obviously that was, um, that was not a cool product and it was actually a banned substance by the NCAA and I learned that later, but, uh, that was, that was not a good idea but there are really good pre-workout supplements. And so what I did was I took boost and boost is a product from Dr- drink HRW. And what's in it is a number of cool things. So it's got, um, uh, nitro nitrosigine, caffeine, the drink HRW, uh, tablets, and uh, also has niacin in it. And so it gets into my body quick and I just dropped two of the hydrogen hydrogen rich tablets into this probably twelve ounces of water with the boost packet and I got tons of energy out, out of it. You know, I could I could feel my body getting a little bit of an uplift right before I jumped to the to the starter's block to get ready for the race. And that's all that I took. Um, As as far as a pre-workout, just a little bit of little bit of ketones, the the boost product with the drink HRW tablets, and I know that my body responded because I got I had a lot of gas in the tank, and even though the knees were a little bit sore at a couple of points, and um my feet were a little bit sore from from running on trails, uh, I had the energy, I had the gas in the tank to to keep pushing for the whole ten k. And then obviously afterward, recovery is is such an important thing. You know, uh, I took the Met Naturals tinctures, they have a bunch of cool flavors. Um, so you can't go wrong. I took that right after the race and, um, I soaked in an Epsom salt bath, um, that night, you know, there's a ton of benefits to soaking in, in Epsom salt water. So I did that to lower inflammation and, and get the magnesium sulfate into my body for inflammation. And Uh, and then I've been taking, you know, going back to the daily of the CBD, the bio pro plus, and my body is recovering really quickly. Uh, I didn't, I haven't really taken anything. I've taken CBD topically on my sore ankle and then the ESS 60. So I guess there's a correlation between how I prepped and, and how I'm recovering. There's similar, similar products, of course. Um, so I wanted to, I wanted to share that. Maybe that's useful. Maybe that's interesting. You know, I'm not Ben Greenfield, you know, I'm not, I'm not a, a former bodybuilder, you know, physique contest winner. I'm not a. I'm not a, a heralded runner or triathlete. You know, that's not part of my brand. I don't. It's just not. I, I you know played soccer at the college level, but I'm. I've never been like this super super athlete. I like sports. I like working out. I like jiu jitsu, but it's just not part of my brand. What I'm. What I'm interested most in, is the products and the approaches to performance that are accessible to people, to the sort of lay person. I'm, uh, you know, I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to say never. I keep listening to Rich Roll's podcast and, and some of his stuff sounds interesting to me, but I'm not, uh, that's not part of me. I don't have that sort of endurance athlete body physique or drive or experience that, that I think a lot of people do, but that's just not me. So these products work for me, the the preparation and the results really kind of speak for themselves. This episode of the Optimal Performance Podcast is brought to you by Ice Barrel. That's right. You know, maybe you are taking cold showers at home. Maybe you are trying to get that cold exposure, but you just don't have a big enough unit to actually get the full benefits. Well, Ice Barrel is a cold therapy training tool that makes it easy to bring ice baths into your routine. And unlike the bathtub or other um, cold immersion devices, you're upright so your back is straight, which is a totally different response than laying down on your back in some of the other cold immersion devices. So why would you do it? Better recovery and performance, improved mood and brain function, alleviate depression and anxiety, activating the nervous system, pain management, inflammation reduction, and heart rate variability improvements. I mean, when you really stack it up, this is about the most simple and consistent way for you to get some perspective in your life and you can get a hundred percent satisfaction, 30 day money back guarantee. And if you want to make payments on it, that's cool too. You can go as low as $90 a month using their platform Klarna, which breaks it up into payments. Again, go to icebarrel.com forward slash OPP and you'll get $125 off when you use the code OPP super awesome to have these guys sponsor the podcast. I'm a big fan of the product. So check it out. So with that, I'm going to bring in my son and my daughter to talk a little bit about their experience and the lessons they learned preparing and competing in the Spartan race. Uh, this is the first time I've ever done this. You know, I'd love your feedback. If this is interesting to you, this, this type of podcast episode, let me know. Um, but with that, I'm here with my two kids. Reza, you can you say hi to everybody?
1: hi my name is reza i'm nine years old i'm in fourth grade and i like playing outside and stuff like that
0: and lux you want to introduce yourself
1: hi i'm lux i'm six years old i'm in first grade and i like drawing
0: awesome thank you for that so i wanted to bring you guys in here to talk a little bit about the spartan race and as i as you guys already know uh spartan race was a sponsor for the podcast and so they were nice enough to give us free tickets to go and compete and it was just yesterday that we did, all three of us did our very first Spartan race and we went with our friends uh, who with their dad and their two kids and we competed and I wanted to come in and, and have a conversation to share with the whole wide world about why doing things that are hard is a good idea why doing hard things is a good idea. And so I wanted to maybe start with you Rez. You can I'd love for you to maybe share with everyone what you learned, uh, what were some of the takeaways from from your experience uh, just yesterday.
1: So, it was really hard and I like hard things. I do them a lot. Well, <laughs> um and the obstacles were fun. It's like the, probably the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. It was a mile long. I it was so, it, it was like my legs felt my legs still feel tired, <laughs> so tired. If you're gonna do the Spartan Race, I think you should train or something like that. But um, so I think you should do hard things because they're fun. If there if you don't do hard things, then your whole life is just going to be easy and some people might think that's okay, but you need hard things in your life to actually like live your life. So,
0: one of the things that I found that you mentioned, the one of the hardest things that, that you experienced yesterday was the mud and how the mud. the mud was in your shoes, between your toes, in your socks and you had to run Everywhere. around after being in the mud. Yeah. So What what did you learn about yourself? as you had to get super muddy and still go compete in this race.
1: Well, I learned that I can, I can push myself so hard, and in the end, feel good about myself. And the mud was um very hard, which made it, which kind of (laughs) it made me keep pulling up my shorts. Yeah. so my shorts didn't fall down and like stuff like that and like it weighed me down it felt like it weighed me down but then when I told myself it's not weighing you down. it's just your brain then it felt lighter.
0: Mm. ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. It's just your brain mm-hmm. you know the shorts may come down a little bit, but it's not as though it's <laughs> You know, overcomplicate. <laughs> it can't. It's like muddy shorts didn't make it, so you couldn't walk. Yeah. Just, which is just annoying, right? Yeah. Yeah. So when it, so you had that realization while you were running with muddy shorts, like, mm-hmm. oh, well, I can just choose not to be uh, annoyed or frustrated by this. Yeah.
1: Kind of at the point when I went up to the mountain. Mm-hmm. Um. And I went over. The, yeah. There was points There are like three or four points with mud. Mm-hmm. And two of them were the hardest for me and you had to jump over stuff the first stretch the first like uh the first uh, 20 seconds my hip i got a cramp <laughs> which was super annoying
0: like a side ache
1: yeah side ache like
0: egg. a stitch from yeah. running hard yeah yeah but you had to because push through as, right as
1: soon as he said go i didn't notice so i just sprinted yeah like as as fast as i could and I did go to the almost to the front of the line with everybody else. But then after that started to ache. <laughs> so then when I got to the mountain, I was just <sighs> powering through. And at the last point I started when I when I when the finish line was in reach, I was at like at the spear throw. Mm. I could see the finish line. I threw the spear and then I sprinted. To
0: get to the finish line, rad. You did sprint. Yeah, you did great. Okay, Lux. Uh, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself, and then I'll ask you a question. I already introduced myself. That was in the. That was in the. That was before before we pressed record. Go go ahead and introduce yourself again. Go ahead. Yeah, my name is Lux. Blah blah blah.
1: <laughs> um. Well.
0: My name is Lux.
1: Yes, my name is Lux. I'm six years old. And
0: what kind of things do you like to do? Draw. You like to draw? Yeah. Nice. And what was what was one hard thing about the Spartan race for you? The mud. Also the mud? Yeah. Yeah? What was hard about it?
1: It was just like so it like it felt like they put glue in it, so like it sticked on and it was like heavy mm. to run. In your shoes? Yeah, Yeah. and the mud was in like the first few minutes, so I kind of had to start and go with it.
0: Yeah, yeah. And did you ever think about maybe quitting?
1: No, I didn't want to quit.
0: What about maybe like sitting down and taking a rest?
1: Oh my gosh, no way. That would take so long.
0: Because it was a race, right?
1: Yeah, it was a race.
0: And when you're doing a race, what are you, what are you trying to do when you're doing a race? Win. Right. Get to
1: the finish line
0: and at the very least like do your best, right?
1: Yeah, just do your best.
0: Yeah. How was it? Uh, you had an experience right before they said go. There was a boy that was
1: kind? He was
0: in front of you yeah. and he would and he liked his position at the starting line and you were edging up too close to him and he told and he told you, "Hey, I need my space." And what we t- and what did we talk about? What what did we talk about afterward? It doesn't make him a mean person. But what what did we talk about afterward?
1: It, it He just... He wanted to get in line because he thought he could finish.
0: Yeah. He was... Do you remember the attribute that we... The sort of quality of what he was doing? It wasn't that he was like a meanie. It was just that he was being... Do you remember the word? Starts with a C. Com... Competitive. Oh, yeah. Competitive.
1: Competitive.
0: He wanted to win, too. And so... Within the race, within this one-mile race with five obstacles that included, you know, some trips in the mud and climbing up a wall with a rope, uh, what did you, let's start with you, Rez, what did you learn about yourself yesterday?
1: Well, I learned that even though it's hard to, even though it's hard, you still, and you have a choice to end it you can either end it or not end it I would probably choose if it's fun and if it's like something that you've been training for like waiting for then I would do it Hmm. because I think that just bailing halfway through isn't going to make anybody happy (laughs) not even you (laughs) you're gonna you're gonna regret it 20 years later you're gonna regret it Seven days later, and then when you get the chance again, you're gonna say, Okay, I'm gonna do it differently this time. Hmm. And then you do. So I think just even if it's hard, pull through.
0: Lux, what did you, what's one thing that you learned about yourself yesterday? I
1: learned that I can't push harder. I wasn't trying my best because I knew it wasn't actually like a competition. Mm. It wasn't like getting a aw- I mean it was like getting awards, but like it wasn't like I win, I win. It was like people are still competing, but not it's like not a winner loser.
0: So were you talking specifically that there were, there was no first, second or third place?
1: Yeah, yeah, that I so I didn't push that hard. Mm. I tried to push hard. But yeah, I got a side eye just right before.
0: So the, what you what you said in the very beginning of that was that you know that you could push yourself harder. Yeah. So the idea that there was no first, second, and third podium, um, that y- because that wasn't there, you were maybe you maybe worked a little less hard because there wasn't like the the podium presentation. Is that right? Kinda. Of. That's good to know. <clears throat> that's that's important that's an important realization because, you know, it's still a race. You know, it's yeah, still a race. There's still people, you know, trying to trying to beat you beat Yeah, like you. that
1: kid who like oh, was like, like Yeah, I wanna my space.
0: Yeah, and his, and he was he was super competitive. And there's nothing wrong with that, right? Nothing wrong with being competitive. Right. Mm-hmm. Rez, you wanted to add something to that?
1: Yeah, um I think that I think you should have tried your hardest because you would have gotten a way, you would have felt way better about yourself. Well, I actually kind of did try my hardest, but not like hardest, hardest. What? You tried.
0: You tried hard, but maybe not your hardest. Yeah, no. I tried
1: hard. I think but you should have because um, it's, it's it'll it'll make your body feel sore, which makes you have a better sleep. <laughs> it makes your makes you feel better about yourself. So you know the spear throw? I did two spear throws. I didn't do one. Hmm. I did one. I did both spear throws.
0: Hmm. Well let's maybe now talk a little bit about the the fact that we did it as as a family. Obviously mom mom didn't compete, yeah. which is fine. She you know, that's all good. But what did it feel like for us all to go do something like that together as a family? We'll start with you, Lux.
1: I guess it just felt like like quality time, but like not quality time. Hmm. Tell me it, more. It felt like they were watching us, so it felt like we were like next to each other this whole time because she took a lot of videos. Mm-hmm. And um, so that kind of meant like that I was like right next to her this whole time.
0: What was it like, because we've never done a family competition before, what was yeah. that like all going, driving out to Snohomish, out to a pasture, you know, uh, to go do something totally out of the ordinary that we've never done before? What did, that, so, what did that feel like?
1: It felt fun. Like, we got to spend quality time, but like not.
0: Hmm. Hmm. How about you, Rez?
1: One word. Fun. Felt like we were all getting together for something that well, it doesn't come up very like you can't just be like, hey, I'm gonna do a Spartan race and yeah, tomorrow. Like you have to think, and we did all that, so that made it plan Mm -hmm. and
0: fun. So there's a key point there. I think what I'm hearing you say is that it was something that we that we planned way in advance. And that we knew was coming, and we've been talking about it. We did some training. I mean, we were running up in our on our property. We were taking bike rides together. Yeah. So I think that's a key point for for not just kids, but adults and families. Is this idea that when you're planning something out of the ordinary, when you're planning for something that you've never done before, that's not just like a vacation, you know, but something that you're striving for to achieve to be to improve, to work really hard for, I mean, I'll speak for myself, I thought it was it was super fun, and I think that we should do things like, like this way more often, because it's active, it's something to look forward to, you know, we stayed in a hotel the night before, which was pretty cool, yeah. and we got to see some other Spartan competitors at the hotel, those big buff dudes that were in the hot tub. Those aren't
1: Spartan competitors.
0: They were... The kids weren't. The, I'm talking about the adults.
1: Oh, I also saw a guy who was helping me in Cooper um, Swim Race. He gave me mm. a start because I was losing every single time. He was in the Spartan too. hmm He
0: was. So, what would you say to... We'll start with you, Lux. What would you okay. say to a kid who has maybe never competed in a race before like that? What What would you say to him? No wrong answers. What might you say?
1: And I have... And he hasn't.
0: Well, you have, and they haven't. Yeah.
1: Mm, I would just say like you're probably not gonna win because the first time I didn't win, and um. But like, I hope you do a good job.
0: Hmm. That's nice. How about you, Rez? What would you say to someone who's who's never done never done a race like that before?
1: Uh, I tell him train. Tell him or her train hard. Believe in yourself. And if you do competitive strive to win.
0: Hmm. Yeah. Nothing wrong with trying to win. Yeah. Right?
1: Everybody wants to win, except losers. Yep. <laughs> well, <laughs> even losers want to win. Do they? That's how yeah. they became losers. They wanted to win, but they lost.
0: Interesting.
1: That's how losers... That's how losers didn't become winners. Hmm. That's
0: maybe a whole another podcast episode. the ah. The virtues of a loser. You know <laughs> what? 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 You know are because there really there is only one winner, right? Yeah. There's only three there's, actually. There, well, that well First, is second, is third second third place the winner entered.
1: though?
0: Is second place a winner? No. Is third place a winner? No. Is 148th place <gasps> a winner? <Dang>. No. <laughs> right? Not a winner. I did I didn't win. I didn't win. N- I the didn't three win. of us didn't win. There can only be one winner in each of those. But I felt
1: like a win, though. I felt like
0: I... Yeah. Yeah. Even
1: if you didn't physically win, you can feel like you
0: won. Right. I think you can feel like a winner if you give it your best. Yeah. Even if you don't actually get first place. Because <laughs> the kid that got first place that I saw in, in, that ran in your race, he was he looked fit, strong he had this look in his eye like don't you know, mess with me don't child. mess with me you know yeah which i think is really cool well i this is your first time being on the OPP this is your i mean i don't know why we haven't done this before maybe we'll do this again at some other time Yay! maybe this is a good time to plug our other podcast we for all for all of you listening right now whether you're in australia <laughs> or Argentina or China or the United Kingdom, (laughs)
1: we're
0: going to be releasing a podcast uh, for families coming up here soon. So this is a little, a little tease. We've got five episodes recorded. recorded. We want to do five more where the three of us and maybe some special guests and friends can help us come in and and voice some, tell some cool stories that people will enjoy. Uh, Lux, do you want to leave? You want to leave the listeners with uh, with any other wisdom before uh, before you head back out to go swimming?
1: Sure. If you want to do the Spartan Race, train so much your start turn, You have to sit out. Ha!
0: Okay. Adiós. Rez, how about you? Uh,
1: have a great day. Um, if you if you do the Spartan Race, train hard. It'd be feel like a winner, and you might you might just win.
0: How you do anything. It's
1: how you do everything.
0: All right, kids. Good job.